Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief, Ryan Satin, back from my vacation. Uh, so for those of you who watch the Raw and SmackDown recaps on the YouTube channel, I hope you enjoy Jay Washington sitting in for me. That wasn't just me, who was very tan after my trip. No, that's Jay Washington, and he was he killed it. I've been Now that I'm caught up on Raw and SmackDown, I am listening to the recap. What if I was just screwing with you about like being tan, actually? I'm like, yeah, hey, you look really tan. Uh, huh? You're not the only person who told me I look tan okay. today, Elijah. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, so I want to thank Jay Washington for doing that. I hope you guys enjoyed him in my absence. I'm sorry that I didn't have posts all week, but... I'm still here to talk about the biggest stories of the week with my co-hosts, Jamie Iovine. Hey, everybody. And Elijah Bates. Hey, oh. And uh, <laughs> I got a lot of people who were like, hey, man, you guys did not talk a lot about a lot about wrestling last <laughs> week on the show. I apologize. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> you know what, though? Like, I was tired. You're I entitled was... <laughs> to have an off show now and then. How many shows in are we? Like 150,000? Oh, a lot of shows. A lot of shows. Um, well, well, 
I don't know why someone's calling me right now. Hold on. Yeah, sure. I'm recording my show. <laughs> <What's up? laughs> um, okay, but there was stuff that happened in the world of professional wrestling this week, and because everyone got so mad at me for taking so long to get into things, uh, I just wanted to jump right into the biggest story of the week. And yes, it is what we talked about last week, so I don't want to spend too much time yeah. on it, uh, but... It, uh, but it, you know, it was the biggest story of the week, and it has been made official now that All Elite Wrestling will be on TNT. Uh, the the statement, you know, let me pull up the the press release here because I mean, it, it is a big deal. They basically this is what they said. They said. Uh, Warner Media announced today that it is partnering with All Elite Wrestling, the new professional wrestling promotion featuring a world-class roster of diverse male and female wrestlers, giving fans a new wrestling experience for the first time in 20 years. Warner Media and AEW together will build this powerhouse sporting league from the ground up and will begin airing weekly matches later this year. With this league, AEW is introducing a new generation of wrestlers to fans, offering fun, gripping, and authentic athletic matches that will make wrestling more accessible to a broad audience. Warner Media will utilize its position as the next as a next generation global media company to build this league into a global pro wrestling franchise. Now it also says uh, that Warner Media will provide exclusive multi-platform access for fans to watch AEW events airing live weekly matches on TNT in primetime, which I think is pretty key there, as well as streaming them through Warner Media's Bleacher Report Live and on pay-per-view. Um, okay, I'll be honest with you. I, you know, I heard talk of the Bleacher Report Live stuff, but I'm not super familiar with it. It seems, it seems as though uh, some of the... Uh, people who have used the app before don't seem to have the highest uh, reviews. I think this is the right way of saying it. It seems like the app is not very well reviewed. Wait, what's this app? Bleacher Report. Bleacher it's, Report Live. Okay. It's pretty much uh, Bleacher Report's like a is a sports yeah. um, I, countdown. I, I, I know. Of, I feel like I've heard of the site. Or I'm sure they're but a, a big ton site. Of things yeah, yeah. yeah, not just countdowns, yeah. news and all that whatnot. Okay. Yeah, but um, basically, it's it's. I didn't know they had an app that I, stream. What do they stream? I, I I don't know a ton about it uh, because I was on vacation. Let's see. Let's find out. I'll tell you. Hey, exactly this is a crazy what story. Like I mean, there. just a, as a top layer like comment like. Obviously, it's amazing that wrestling is going to be on TNT again. Absolutely. I mean, the fact that they – I loved the TNT tweet where it had the AEW logo over the fire, uh, the flames, obviously reminiscent of, of Monday Nitro, which just the rest the, – the, the Attitude Era kid in me just got yeah, so excited. I mean, and the quote, the pinned tweet, which is, we're in the wrestling business again, which is a direct yeah. reference to the Ted Turner thing that he said to Vince. Absolutely. I also – you know, I, I just think that, you know – you know, <laughs> Chris Jericho said it best. I, I think Chris Jericho said it best in an interview today with Scott Fishman. Um, he said, uh, I'm pulling up the quote, but he said, um, this is a war. Even if you don't want it to be, it just is. There hasn't been any competition for WWE on a national basis for 20 years or more. I think this is something they didn't really want, but it's great for the fans and great for the guys. I think in the long run, it's going to make a difference because it gives people a choice, and it's always good to have a choice. I think that's right. Um, I think – I, I mean in terms of this – when they say I don't think they wanted this, why would you want it? Yeah. You know, when you're the only dog and pony show in town and it's either a us or bust, you know, I mean like that, why would you ever want something like this to come up with as much internet fervor as – because that's one thing. WWE has a lot that AEW doesn't have yet. Yeah. A lot. But one thing that they just haven't really figured out yet is how to handle the internet. Yeah. They they have an internet presence, the biggest internet presence in the world, they've said, you know, on their social channels combined, yeah. it's like 15 billion people. But it's not enga- it's not 
I mean, what's I mean, I'm what's not a word for good, but I'm saying like, well, I think it's just it's, it's it doesn't get as people like, for instance, the like somebody doing something on AEW online and like a web a web series or a YouTube channel stuff like that. WWE doesn't really see that yet for some reason. They see social media as an important tool yet, but they don't utilize it yet. Yeah. They haven't done anything where that's just on social media. You know, like where these guys like, oh, if you want to see, if you want to get our sale code you know you got to watch the the press well, conference you know, and stuff you they know? managed to use like their online presence to get a tv presence you know like they they kind of used like it in a real grassroots I way i just don't feel the buzz oh, are you so are you talking about AEW? oh yeah, yeah 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 i just don't feel the same yeah of course wwe has the biggest social media presence in, in entertainment period but they don't well, i don't know about entertainment period well, in terms of shows then, and whatnot, now and forever, the, the, their biggest social, the biggest social reach. I'm not talking about people. I'm not talking about like individuals. I'm mm-hmm. talking about brands. Yeah, I don't know if they're number one in entertainment. I would, I would be curious to see how I they mean, line they up have against a pretty, people. Like widespread, like you know, I would say Disney probably beats them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, not- but, but well, did the like. Disney on social media? Like, I don't really don't know. Well, but you don't... I, it's not like you're a big Disney freak. Like, no, but I'm saying... You're a big the wrestling same... fan, so you see it all the time because it's what you do, but I don't know Like, if what, what kinds of social media things... You know, what, what, am I wrong? I don't know. <laughs> you got a better okay, idea if than I us. Say, Okay, saying... saying... <laughs> Saying the most uh, ever is maybe is maybe giving it too much credit, yeah. but it's up there. It's 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 one of yeah, yeah and absolutely. I, but I just don't feel I haven't felt, and maybe this is just how I am as a wrestling fan. I haven't felt anything that WWE's done that's like, oh, this is important. Yeah. I need to see what this is on um on some social channel that they have. It's more recap. It's yeah. more oh, here's some goofy thing that the, these guys did absolutely. backstage. You absolutely. know, it's. There's no sense of urgency yeah. with anything that they post, in, which, I mean, it's just I, – I, they may not think they need it. And the ones that they have, they usually end up getting rid of. Like I yeah. remember back in the day there was the JBL and Cole show. I used to love that. Uh, I mean he, even though uh, even though they uh, they can get monotonous, I did love the Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins show was because the, I'm a big toy collector. What was well, the one? I was going to say the Zack Ryder show in general is another one where like once WWE took over, they don't really – you're right. They don't know how to – sometimes they, they don't know how to – Make something feel special just for the internet. Although I will say the Holy Grail thing we're going to get into was one of the first times. The only thing that's really connected is Up, Up, Down, Down, and it was started independently. Yeah, most of those things that they end up following, and then they get rid of once they take over on it. In regard to the AEW show, are there, like, any specifics about the show yet? Uh, Well, I'll answer – no. So I I guess I shouldn't say I'll answer that. But I want to say, too, to answer the question from before, some of the stuff that is streamed on Bleacher Report Live is the UEFA Champions League, which I believe is soccer – um, Dan Patrick's show, uh, one championship, which is I believe MMA, yeah MMA, uh, national lacrosse, national lacrosse league, and the World Arm Wrestling League. So huh. I mean, let's be honest. If they're trying to build up this service, uh, adding you know AEW, uh, it's a great on there, way to start. It's definitely a great yeah. way to start. Uh, who's already kind of got a little bit. Of I a feel like AEW will be the best thing on that app. Then you know what's one of the things I'm really hoping for that, that, that you was, haven't seen an arm wrestling match on there yet. <laughs> I know, I know that, but don't, you know. don't, don't count your chick, count your chickens yet. I've seen over the top. I know what this, where that can go. You know, um, yeah. Stan uh, Hansen, what, what a, what a beast he was in that movie. <laughs> uh, one of the things you know, I'm really hoping for that I think would be a game changer is. 
Because th- th- there was one line in and a feature for customs. I knew it. I knew that's no. what you <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's what you wanted to say. That Admit be, it. What an incredible Admit concept, it. though. Uh, <laughs> you can customize my gear before I go to the ring. No, that's, that's not the kind of customs he was kind of talking customs. about. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole other subculture of wrestling. Um, okay, so here's a, there was there was one line in here that I found interesting, and that is. It's saying um, the multi-platform thing, right? It says, provide exclusive multi-platform access for fans to watch AEW events airing live weekly matches on TNT and primetime as well as streaming them through Warner Media's BR Live and on pay-per-view. Does that sound to you guys at all like maybe the show will air on Bleacher Report Live as well and that maybe wrestling fans can all watch at the same time for once? Hmm. Because I think that would be a huge. Don't you think though that would affect? Wouldn't that affect like the TV ratings though at the same time? Because if you could watch the show before it was airing on the West Coast, let's say, I mean, on uh, via this app, the TNT is not going to get your television ratings but necessarily. What if TNT doesn't care? Like, what if T- I know you don't care about television ratings, but like, what if to them it's not necessarily just the ratings, but they're also trying to build I mean, up Bleacher T- Report Live. I mean, this is going to be great for TNT. When basketball season isn't in, yeah. because they're gonna. I mean, the TNT I think kind of takes a dip when basketball season isn't in. in and there's force. no reason. Actually, why no. I, I looked this up. T, I was because I was wondering while I was uh, traveling, yeah. and Erica was getting ready while we were while we were packing and stuff yesterday. And uh, TNT is one of the ten most popular cable networks uh, on television uh-huh. of 2018. What's okay. the most popular? Uh, but, uh, USA is a few above it. Okay. But, um, but uh, and on top of that, USA last year saw a dip in viewership yeah. while TNT saw 10% growth in viewership. I'm not yeah. saying that they no, no, I know need it. Who's, no, I know. who's number one? I'm, uh, I'd have to go look it up. I'm, I'm, saying, not, I'm just saying it. that like if they... they, they if, 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 it's a drop in the it's a drop in the bucket for them, but yeah. it, it, I, I'd imagine that viewership should decrease well, there, when the NBA season. It would is be off. foolish to think that they wouldn't care about something like that. So I, I would assume that I would I would say it's only speculation, obviously, as to whether it would air at the same time on uh, via this app. But like, I would think that TNT would probably be like, hey, like. No, like you can make it available after the show airs, but like maybe, maybe they. But I mean, HBO does it. Maybe. HBO like does it with uh, Game of Thrones. You know, yeah, like, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah, because right when Game of Thrones is over on TV, it's instantly available yeah. on the app, and it's I, still money okay, for them. That's a good idea. Then, if that if that's the case, but my whole thing is that I just wish there was a way for everyone to watch at the same time because yeah. everyone because so many people are just wa- are going to watch on. You know, on on those streaming illegal streaming sites, anyways, yeah. that they're gonna. If you're gonna, let's say, you think that there are two hundred thousand people who are gonna watch via illegal streaming app, wouldn't you just want those two hundred thousand people to have the ability to watch on your app and build up your app instead? Yeah, they, for sure you would. But at the same time, like people immediately though, when they know that is an option available, like when like people who would not typically illegally stream something find out that that's like something they could do, they're not going to watch it on TV if they can. Like, let's say the show starts at 8 o'clock and they like watching it with their kids because they are, you know, they're teenage kids, but, like, it ends at 10. Instead, they can watch it at 6, where, like, the time that it airs or whatever. Like, they're always going to watch it at 6 because, like, it, it fits the schedule better. That, that, that definitely makes sense. I, that, that makes sense. I'm trying to pull up... The, I, Fox News was the number one, of course. Um, <laughs> God. But I... I mean, I guess I should have guessed that. Fox News, MSNBC, ESPN, USA, 
HGTV, Univision, yeah, Univision, TBS, Ion, Ion, and wow. TNT. Ion, Ion, wow, Ion's really they've you know they've been on the rise. Ion, I don't even what ch- I don't even know. I, I couldn't even tell you what channel that is. Um, is it what's on what's on Ion channel? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know if it, I don't know if anyone knows. It's I think Ion. I think Ion's one of those show uh, those channels that has one or two good shows where you're like, oh, I guess I'll watch an episode of this, and then you fall asleep, and then you <laughs> you watch three hours of Ion, and it suddenly is like the number nine television network on TV. Um, also, let's talk about Double or Nothing. The they put out the. The pricing for the BR Live app and uh, for the for the event on BR Live and it's gonna be forty nine ninety nine. I saw a lot of people kind of making a big deal of this. I mean, of course, people are gonna make a big deal about it because like the WWE Network is nine ninety five or whatever, and yeah, so it's okay. just like I mean, like you know, that's that's what people have grown. But accustomed people to. also like don't nine- really understand that it's nine ninety nine with a three month commitment. Yeah, no longer. I think it's longer. No, it's every month. I think no, the, no, when you first a, sign up, you don't have to have a three month commitment. I think there's a commitment. Mm-mm. Are you sure? Positive. That's literally their whole slogan was nine. Because I remember when you they first did, like, signed songs up, I, hate, I hated that. That's why I couldn't believe you said nine ninety five right there. Like you didn't. No, are you weren't cool? subjected <laughs> to fucking months worth of nine ninety nine advertisements. Sorry, oh, God. <laughs> I was close. It was all rounds up to ten. Um, <laughs> but okay, I. I feel like it was a little too overpriced. I agree. I, I, I agree. I, I, I would ag- I would agree with that. And again, I want to preface it by saying we've all been, you know, acu- we're accustomed to paying less but now. But because of that, you have to look at the market and be like, For sure. fans are accustomed to paying $10 a For month For sure. Now. And also, people who want to see it will pay that. Yes. I feel but like I also think there's a lot of people who'd want to see it that might not that'll go find a way to watch it illegally. Yeah, maybe. why wouldn't you price it down a little bit to not price them out of it? They, there must be some kind of study behind why they did it because True. they've been very carefully choosing like how they like uh, announce things and are running things. You know, it's like the event's really close, so announcing the price, you know, pretty close, like in 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 quarters to like a, when it's actually going to happen with that price tag is like people have already been excited about it for like a long enough period of time that right now it's just like we are. You're not not going to pay for it if you're already excited about it. I, I truly believe that. It, it's $40? $40? There are some cheap people out there in yeah, July. That, that is true. Yeah. I mean, there are people who will be like, eh, let's go stream it. I'll find a way. There's a way. Yeah. That, that, I, mean, that's, I mean, that's how I look at it. You don't want to spice those people out of it who are like, well... It's only thirty dollars. True, I'll, I'll and get it then. It would be. I, I would be interested to see how many like bars are willing to shell out the cash necessary to where they could have an event where people could watch it there too. Because like I remember that used to happen all the time with WWF pay per views. Um, now, when this this pay per view is this only for the UK streaming or is this, this for is for US for US okay. US and Canada? Oh, okay. Because I, I know on, they had the, in, in the UK. It's going to be on ITV box office. That's I forget exactly okay. how much. that So was. in America, if you wanted to buy it, it costs thirty dollars. Fifty dollars. I'm sorry. Forty nine ninety nine. Yes. Um, I'm yeah. Gonna, I, I mean, it, I'm gonna it buy is it. very is steep. It is steep. I'm not even going to front. It is steep. Especially, to, especially when, when you, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega have wrestled each other before, and that's the main event. I don't know if like, and you're not on TV, you know? Like, yeah, but you, it's but it's you guys. It's like it's the it's the beginning of something huge, though. Too. It's just like you know, wasn't like, all in the beginning of something huge. Yeah, but this is the I don't real I don't beginning. consider that like really? I, I, this I, is I, an, I mean I know I consider it the genesis of it, but I really don't think that they had as much like. Backing as they do now. Well, true. I, I don't think it's considered well, like it's a real company now. It's they, a thing now. This true. is the first of the official brand. This is like where they truly start their momentum going towards like this TV show and everything. And if so. you don't think that they're going to take this, if anything, more serious than All In, then I think you're I think you're mistaken. 
Oh, they took all in pretty. I think. Serious. I think. I think they're going to take it more serious. I'm not saying they. I'm not saying they dick. They dicked around it all. In. <laughs> no, I'm saying that if that was a level of commitment, this is. You know, this is this is a whole other ball game. This is this is like the the all in was like let's see if we can fucking do this. Yeah. This, Double or nothing is like okay, we're here. This is our first official pay per view. This is what we're showing you because this is the first. They, it, whatever happened at All In really doesn't really reflect about what, what's going to happen in AEW. And yeah, it show that there's star power, but it's not going to show how the companies run. It's not going to show how the TV programming is. So I think that's this, this is their opportunity I'm, to put I'm their interested, best foot forward. I'm interested in what their like their operating procedure is like right now. Like what I wonder if they're like working out like technical effects and stuff like that, or just like even like just testing stuff out that they want like that they're planning on doing. Because this I, is their first big like tell like massive AEW I guarantee televised you, presence. Mar- I guarantee you, Marty Skrull going overtime against Okada would not happen again this time. I guarantee yeah. that makes sense. You know, because yeah. it was very loose. It was it was run by like it was like a me- if it was like as off like us through a show. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, I could say a little more than us, but, but I'm talking at level of friendship. I, no, I, I feel like I feel like, like our if, show would be like, like, like if, a show from It's Always Sunny in like Philadelphia. If me and you, <laughs> if me and you were producing a match and Eli was going over, we wouldn't fucking bring him back. We're like, you fucking prick! What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? No, I would. I talk to Eli like that if I needed to. Oh come on, I wouldn't go over. <laughs> Yeah, by you, Okada. By you <laughs> knows when to hit his time cues. Don't worry. Oh yeah, Okada's <laughs> calling for a drop kick, but we gotta go home. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I I really hope. I, wrong word. I'm really excited for the AEW TV show. You yeah. know, I think that there is. It's crazy to think that there is a large portion of the fan base. Who have no idea what it's like to see competition in, in America? Yeah, the huge. And, and, and I should say that it's. Unf- I feel like a little bit of. It's a little backhanded because Impact has had its moments. Yeah. It was on Spike TV, which was a big network, nowhere near as big as TNT. I, I mean, uh, it's been eighteen years since since there's been any sort of real competition. Well, what does it say? Just to be fair. There was that moment where Impact did try, mm-hmm. and they got. Ruined by mm-hmm. WWE yeah. and and tucked their I tail think, between their legs. I think and went Impact's back to highest nightmare. rating ever was like one point four. It was like it was something like around like that that mark. No, I think it was higher than that when it was on Spike. I I would wager not, sir. Highest Impact wrestling rating. I I I used to track the ratings pretty closely. <laughs> uh, all, right, all right, I think you're right here. This is uh, yeah. 1.15. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. All right. What is it? 1.17. I'm seeing. Yeah, so around 1 million each time. Um, but I don't know if I think that AEW is going to initially get that. Do you? Uh, no, I don't I think, think it takes I, a time I, to get I to think, there. Yeah. I think so, too. Um, you know, one thing that I really like about it, obviously, and, it, and just TNT coinciding with it, obviously, is like the coolest thing ever. Is like, I feel like. Cody Rhodes appreciates a lot of things about old school WCW. And oh, yeah. I, think, I, I think that he grew up seeing it at a, you know, very closely. And I think there's a lot of things that he appreciated that a lot of other people appreciated about WCW as well. So in a lot of ways, to see it on Turner now, or what on, on TNT, I should say, is kind of like, okay, well, let's see what the continuation of what he loved about WCW would have been. Maybe it's what they're already doing, you know? Maybe that's kind of, like, where it would have gone in his head. But, like, it's like I'm stoked just to see it play out. Like, this is this, – it's historic. You know what I've always wondered about the AEW, and they may not have it. 
Um, I wonder where the buck stops. I really Tony Khan. Yeah, is is that it? Like, he's, he straight up said it in an interview I watched with him recently. Like, it was like, like literally was like, every decision. I make the final decision on everything. Okay. I don't think he, I think that creatively. Because I think every successful company them, needs that. I think he trusts them creatively. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, the, he makes the final decision. Because I think he I th- said, at least that's what he said. I think that's what, uh, as in more, as we've seen in multiple documentaries, multiple interviews, is that that's where a major issue was with WCW was that nobody knew who was in charge. And when you see, and they're making, it's a joke thing that they do when they're on being the elite, where it's like, oh, I'm the executive producer. It's a, it's a pyramid, yeah. and, which is funny, but. If that, I, mean, I don't think that's really how the company is going to be worked. But if, but I, that sh- But if there's any truth to it, they they got to have some sort of central, like, uh, like you know, that's the uh, like, uh, is say the Bucks want to do something and Cody wants to do something separate, you know, like Tony needs to be able to come in and say this is what we're doing, yeah, and that's it. And that, and from what you just told me, I, I don't. Well, actually, I don't know because he has so many different other ventures that he does. Tony, yeah. Well, the, you know what's beautiful about that is like. The dude hopefully will not have any time to make himself a character. Oh, on he the show. also he has he's very he has ad, he's very adamantly shy. stated that he's not going to do that. Good. He's very shy hey, because we do not ever need that again. But okay. also, Don Callis adamantly stated that before he went to Impact, and then now he's like it's very clear on TV that he's the authority. And yeah. they, like they play around with it. But, but he, would you imagine Tony Khan is some sort of a authority figure? Nope. You'd be like, oh, okay. Well, that's <laughs> specifically the reason why it can't happen. Do you think they need an authority figure? Yeah, I do. Do I you do. think so? I do. I can't decide. You know, <clears throat> I know that it's one of those things where you go like, well, it's just what I'm well, used to. I, I think... But I, is it needed? I think it's one, like... I. In old school wrestling, I feel like, you know, you had, like, your Jack Tunney. Yeah. But I feel like you also had, in WCW, you had James Dillon for a while, who was, like, president. And they would always be, like, word from the championship committee. There would would always be these outside-spoken organizations and stuff that existed. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And in a lot of ways, it's like, maybe you don't need a direct authority figure, maybe a communicator role, but not somebody who is the boss, him or herself. They don't need to be on the show every week. No. like I I think they just... mm, I do... The only thing I think is that they... It might help if, for television's sake, when you're watching, if if somebody is appointed as in charge, only because it's a good storytelling device. That and but mostly because everyone watching well, knows that these again, four guys are the executive again, vice presidents of the company. Go, go back to the you know the golden age of the WWF from like 1985 to let's say 1993. Um, like during that period of time, you did have Jack Tunney, and he was the acting president. But dude didn't show up. Hardly ever. He only ever showed up when they had like a special coronation or when they had like a championship match was being or, announced or, or it was signing. Vacation. But it was yeah. but it was so seldom that he wasn't he wasn't even a respected presence. He was like the Wizard of Oz. He the, was the only <laughs> problem though is that it was easier to do that then because no I shouldn't say no one because it wasn't universally known that Vince McMahon owned the WWE. True, true. But now it's so universally known by everyone who's going to be watching this that these four guys are the executive vice presidents of the company that I almost feel like episode 1 they'd be like, "Hey, we you know, this is who's in charge" type thing so that that just alleviates people's yeah. minds in terms of storylines, right? Wouldn't that kind of help? I didn't, you know, I haven't even really thought about that yet. Like the idea of like it's going to be hard to separate the the people you know who are running the show from their characters. Because once that came out about once 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 it was on TV that Vince was the boss, 
there was no going back. Yeah. You know, and, no, I, yeah. and I just feel like, you know, if, if it's so known on the internet that these guys are the bosses, something has to be said about that. What if, you know what they could always do is, like, if there was a group of legends, let's say, um, let's say Terry Funk, Diamond Dallas Page, and just keep throwing out a couple more here and there, like, of that era. And they announced something like that is like the committee. This is going to be the championship voting committee or something like that. They only need to have them on once, and maybe they can show up now and then. But like, but, but totally off screen. I love that. They're, idea. they're just no, le- legendarily known as like this committee. I love that. Idea. Am I crazy that I'm the only? Am I the only one in the room, or even in the audio universe, <laughs> or YouTubeverse, <laughs> or YouTubeverse that would like a? Some sort of authority figure DDP. No, I actually would. I what you know when he was I involved in the Cody fun. match, the, NW, the, NW, you know, the NWA title match at yeah. All In. I liked him being kind of like a, a presence in AEW. He could talk clearly. Also, he cares about the wrestlers. Yeah. Yes, and occasionally he can bust out a diamond cutter. And, and imagine if a heel beat him up. Like, that would be, like, such good heat because everybody loves Diamond Dallas yeah. Page. And he was a huge wrestler in WCW. People loved him It should him definitely in WCW. 100% be a wrestler who used DDP yoga to, like, get in shape, too. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm you, – you made me strong. Yeah. Now I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and speaking of the, all the WCW parallels, I liked in this video that Cody put out today on, the, on his YouTube channel. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, where they, it was the, him and a bunch of the AEW wrestlers saying thank you to the fans. <laughs> Kenny's thank you where he's at his <laughs> hair. <laughs> that was great. He's dying his hair. Um, but he did mention the the parallels of WCW in yeah. it. He said, it's not missed on me sitting here in Atlanta, Georgia, the youngest of the Rhodes family, the weight of that announcement, the fact that pro wrestling is returning to Turner. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, I am very excited about this. I really want to see what they do. I, I, I had said on Twitter earlier uh, this week, I really hope that they're able to somehow – mix like the seriousness of the Road 2 series and the way they've kind of presented those yeah. with uh, with backstage segments that are similar to BTE. Yeah. I think that being the elite, if they can kind of have if they can kind of do tongue-in-cheek backstage segments, I think it'll work. That, yeah. that are more in wait, that vein. The the show is live though, right? They haven't said. Oh, okay. They haven't. Wait. Oh, wait. wait it did say. It. Didn't it say live? I it, feel like it said it was live. Yeah, so, airing live. So like, weekly matches on TNT. That's Prime the one Prime. thing to keep in consideration. Is like, I mean, you know, like you can only show so many like previously recorded video segments if you have like a live audience there because the live. No, I mean WWE's live every week and they shoot backstage segments throughout the show. I know, and the and the audience dies many times throughout those pieces as well. Fair, fair. Like I mean, you like the, the good thing, but about, you have to have some. You, hey, I, I, I agree them, with you, but like they were a little bit talking down about the soap opery elements of wrestling, and I I feel like you have to you can't completely ignore the soap opery elements of wrestling. If that's like, one of the funnest parts about like, yeah, I, I agree the camp with you. Is what makes it fun? Yeah, I, I agree with you, but like at the same time it's just like again like you 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 run the risk of your audience dying too and if it's a new product like you got to keep that that audience that, that's why like, whenever like anybody who's mentioning a new company that says we're gonna focus on the wrestling and just the wrestling it's like mm, like yeah. i, I kind of don't want that you yeah. know like i, I mean even look i love nxt but even nxt falls into that uh into that a little bit where you know it's a lot of matches, which is great, but sometimes yeah. I feel like they're putting matches out there that don't necessarily have any story behind. Well, I shouldn't say no story behind it, but not 
as much story as I would like. And yeah. so sometimes they throw these awesome well, matches like, out there that just get ignored. Like the old school WCW Pro and some of those shows, like would, or even Saturday Night, would air matches where it was like, why am I even watching this? It'd be like Roadblock WCW's, versus the Renegade. WCW Saturday Night was wild. I've, I, been, it, I've been binging a few of those. You know what? It, great. It's priceless because Dusty Rhodes is an announcer through, or like a commentator on that show for years and years of its run. So you just have Dusty Rhodes in the background. And you just get to listen to that guy go on and on. It's awesome. Oh, I love watching WCW Saturday Night Before Bed. It's one of my... It's <laughs> I do that too. I yeah. do the same thing. Oh, that or a- I do that. AWA su- superstars. Yeah. There's Dang. this. There's this. There's like this one YouTube channel I go to, and it's Monsoon Classic, and it's I, so good. Yeah, I forget who. Before. I forget what promotion it was. It was. Uh, I think it was Mid South. But I started doing that. But then Bill Watts was on it for like. I was like, I know this guy's a piece of shit, so yeah. I don't want to watch this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also wonder, uh, you know, when they're. I I, I feel like they they are not. They're not, they don't want to reveal all their cards yet. It's funny. WWE and AEW are definitely like trying to like not reveal all their cards yet because one of them is waiting for like the other one to do stuff. And I don't care what it is. It's clearly it's a, what's happening. It's a big staring contest. Right it's now. 100% a big staring contest. It's like a game of chicken of like who's going to say wonder, what first. I wonder if there's any feeling in Vince McMahon where he's like, not again. No, um, I don't know. I think like, he's, like, I, mean, in, like, I, I mean, feel like if anything, it's the opposite where he's like, where he's like fired up, like yeah, like, like we talked. We're going about. to prime time, like oh, oh, cool. You think you're cool on TNT? Well, twenty years have passed, assholes. I'm going to network television starting at the same time. So, congrats on cable. I'm on network TV now. I, but you know, yeah, I, I, and I do think that he is excited for the competition's sake. But I don't think that he's I, he's way too cocky yeah. to, to to be worried. And at all. I mean, I don't think he's worried by any stretch of the imagination, like what you said. Um, but I mean. What he's been doing, whether it be pulling the Undertaker and and uh, Sean from the was, was it Sean or uh, well Sean didn't actually he pulled he pulled Kurt Angle and Undertaker Kurt Angle was the other one yeah yeah, yeah. he pulled uh, and um, and then he aired the, the documentary I was just about to say that they're hey. doing these things not because they're Vince is doing this just to fuck with them he doesn't think that okay now that I showed the Tom McGee documentary that Starcast is going to be a failure no no it's just. Petty shit that they could do. Did you guys watch yeah. that documentary? I just finished watching it. As, as I you liked guys were getting it. it. I liked it too. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, Tom. You know, Tom McGee is a is a is an interesting guy to like take a look at. I've never actually seen that match. I've never honestly seen Tom McGee for the most part, just because I've never. Seen I don't a match get. Before. You know when people like that who say like, yeah, I've never watched it. It's like you haven't been curious like at I guess, all I, I've only, well it hasn't been available there, well, I don't but isn't he but I understand I, that but I don't, it doesn't sound like he would even want it to who Tom McGee wanted yeah, to watch like, the match yeah, well, yeah it, it did kind of feel that, but he, he was like he wasn't oh able no to. I know that but there's the way he talked about it I'm saying like, it didn't it, seem it, like he looked it really hard. seemed no. it really seemed like Tom McGee didn't give a crap about his wrestling career at no, all. He, totally we were just talking about that, that before. Like it seemed like he did it, and he was like, "All right, cool. I don't want to do this." <laughs> he you know? referred to Bret Hart's gear as a uniform, a uniform, and yes. I was like, "What? <laughs> like you in the wrestling business?" He you did call it a uniform. A uniform? You didn't say a singlet. You didn't say gear. Tights. Uh, tights. Uniform? Like I was like, "What?" Uh, <laughs> and even when they said like, you know, you were pegged to be the next Hulk Hogan, he was like. Hmm. Never nobody, heard that. Nobody ever told, nobody me, told, told me that. Told me that you know? But you know what's interesting is when you watch the match, you can see how that was 
a thought in the mind because he does look like Ultimate Warrior yeah. to a certain degree. No, I mean, he had, the guy had probably a look that they were going crazy for and everything, and Bret Hart, like, sold like a mofo for him. Sure did. Like, and I mean, corrected him. Yeah. And corrected him. There's a few parts where you see that Tom gets lost, and he's like, okay, come on, let's just get grab a hold, and I'll show you where we're Hey, at. I love that, dude. That's, that's really what he does. That's such a... Hey, but you know what? Like, Bret Hart is a consummate professional when it comes to the wrestling aspect. There was almost nobody who could like like really piece together a match with a bad opponent like Bret Hart. And I also, when, I also would shot when X Pac said uh, when they asked X Pac if how good Bret is, and he's like, he's absolutely as good as he says he is. Like <laughs> I love that line. He's like, yeah, and and um, he said, and, uh, shit, I just oh, I lost my train of thought. Um, the Tommy Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Um, so uh, it's it, it also kind of is crazy to me to think about what kind of mentality Brett was in. You know, he's like, I just put on this banger and made this guy look good, and nothing came of him for like six, seven years. Yeah, yeah you know, totally. it's like, like why would why did I put my ass out there like that you know, and nothing I think, in return? I think Brett Hart did want good stuff in return, but I just don't. But think, he didn't get it. I don't think he knew how to play the political game of wrestling until he. They gave it to him and then took it away from him, and like, and he started and, until like somebody really realizes that they're the most important person in like the organization at least. And like Bret Hart was for a couple of years in like the, the early mid nineties too. Um, I also loved the documentary where they where because I had never I had never heard of this until don't Colt tell Cabana. don't tell the internet uh, no no the, the internet most. I would say no, 85-90% of wrestling you fans... You had to have at least heard of it, Ryan. I would say 85-90% of wrestling fans had not heard about this until... The I Col- hadn't heard about it. Until I gotta the Colt Cabana podcast a few years ago where Colt Cabana did a series of podcasts talking about famous stories in wrestling. One of them was the Tom McGee thing and about how he was in developmental. And when, he, when Colt was in developmental, you can request any... Match you want, and he requested Cole Cabana versus Tom McGee. And the doc is and they, Tyson yeah. Kidd wanted and, it, and they wouldn't give it to him. That was the that was when in the Cole Cabana podcast talks about how basically everyone developmental when they were like, "Here's the thing that you you can request any match." It was always Tom McGee versus Bret Hart, and no one they were never able to get it. No yeah. one was able to give it to him. Um, where so did, that, where, that was really the only time I heard about. It. And that was a couple years ago. Why did do you, do you think they just don't have it cataloged? Correctly? They didn't because it didn't. So like, is it just sitting in a guess. warehouse somewhere? Here's my guess. Is okay. So no, no, no. The way it got found is I, I, I saw the documentary. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. saw how it got found. So she okay. So 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 they were digitizing all that stuff. She but, worked for. She was helping a person who worked for Bret Hart. And she was digitizing the matches. Um, my honest guess is that this is what happened because the legend always goes that, that Vince McMahon told told Bret Hart nobody will ever see this match, right? And but then Bret Hart ended up with a copy of it, so I'm yeah. guessing they took the tape out. They just gave it to and Bret. They Bret. This is how you know it'll never get it. You have the tape. Thank you for helping us out here. And he took the tape. He took it home, put it in his thing, and it just got lost in time. Because even in that thing where they talk about uh, David Boy Smith Jr. and, and Tyson yeah. Kidd about how they went to a barbecue at Bret's house when they were younger, like in '96, yeah. and it was playing on the TV, and they were like, "Hey, what's that?" And then they, he was like, "Oh, Tommy Key or whatever." So they, they only remembered to see the piece of it, but then they could never see it again. And every yeah. time they, they asked Bret, he would say he'd go find it but he, he never would i mean you know i mean obviously it's a very it doesn't it's not an important part of the story but it was interesting to me where they started it it was like in the middle of something like the when the tape starts yeah like it's like he's already in a hold you know i would have liked to have seen a tom mcgee entrance i would have liked to have seen yeah. them square off you i know? wonder if they, if they have all that stuff even or, like it doesn't it, does the it doesn't tape, seem like they do i bet you the tape just starts there that's a, that, hey that's an interesting theory though too to the idea that they just gave him the tape but i don't i, I mean because the whole thing was that like but no, 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 no. there's commentary on it though there is 
There's commentary from uh, like Heenan and, and, and Monsoon, Monsoon, I think. There Wouldn't is. that no, be it, there is. No, why would there be commentary just on a tape? Okay, I'll be honest, I I don't know how the TV editing business worked then, but was it done separately? It sometimes sometimes it was. It could have been done the same. It could have been a tape they had in I don't know. Like, like, I feel like could. WWE does post commentary a lot, even to this day. But I don't think those they, were post commentary. Were they? I feel like they did it all the time. Like they would po- tape matches and they'd put and it they on do re- the commentary and, after. And they do wrestling, like on Wrestling Challenge, for instance, on USA, which was on Monday nights, you know, many many years ago. Like they, it would be Bobby Heenan and Monsoon in a studio, and basically their conversations and such in the studio would continue as they did commentary over the matches and but stuff if, like that. Okay, 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 fair. That makes sense. But if. The legend was always that Bret Hart, or that Vince said Bret, would, nobody would ever see this. I I feel like hand of the tape makes the most sense, but I I, 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 I don't know because then just, it, because if what if what you said I will ha- say this. Wait, 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 if what you said happens, it would have been catalogized. Okay, we catalogized well, everything else. Also, is um right when are you saying they gave him the tape like in the back in, the, in an editing bay or something like that well, I because don't know they, exactly the process because there's like, multiple I would angles aren't there and, the way, and uh, I don't know if there was multiple. I don't know if there was multiple angles, but yeah, I, do, I think there was multiple. But angles. I do. I, I have to. I have to go back and watch it. But I do remember that what made it so interesting to me is because I have seen the tape library in the WWE studio. That's cool. And it's they don't they're, they don't look like that. They like the labels. They're not like a lot of. Oh, so you see like the old VHSs? Yeah. Hmm. I feel like it, what do they look like? They're 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 labeled. Hey, like also, they have official, labeled. No, they have like told, an official WWE logo, Brett? a WWF at the time logo. Interesting. Like a, like a, it's printed out. But why would he have a copy? Who of told it? Brett that it was never going to be on TV? The the, the 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 from what I recall, the the legend was always that Vince McMahon told him. Okay, this will yeah. never be aired yeah. on TV because it literally looks like somebody just. Because it, what it looks like is it looks like a tape somebody took di- dubbed like, for him, dubbed for him, or took it directly out of the camera. That's why I say that because to me too, that's what it looks. It was like. Brett, Tom, McGee, even spelled wrong, and they just they just handed it to him, you know, like whatever, you know. We don't I'm care about Brett this. wrote that like stuff on the side of it because but at the I, same time, they, Brett same, would spell Brett his would, name wrong. Brett wouldn't care about Tom McGee. No, definitely not. Name. Probably didn't know the spelling yeah. of his name. That didn't care at all. I Tom at the same time though, if they do, you think though if they. The I love the part at the end. Where Mega Man, like, Tom McGee. I like at the very end. They're like, "Do you want to see it?" What if Tom was just like. Not really. Yeah, that, that's how he felt. That's what it felt like. He was like, "Yeah, I guess if there's if, if it, you have if, it, if I had the opportunity, I suppose I might." I got nothing better. For, I yeah. got nothing to do for thirty. How minutes. long is it? Yeah, I guess. I guess. I feel like my the theory of them just handing it doesn't make sense, baby. Because you're right. If they if they wanted it on tape, they would have wanted it for themselves. To relook at after Vince McMahon told Brett Hart, Vince McMahon loves lying to Bret Hart, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I guarantee he probably said that and was like, oh, let's put this on Wrestling Challenge. <laughs> I mean, get it, the with, remember Hogan and Brett? Remember Hogan and Brett's like, well, that's not what you told me, brother. Now, <laughs> <laughs> well, Brett, what you think you heard you say, what, I, what you think you heard me say, what, remember when, the, like, when, when, um, when Brett was like, when Hogan said he wouldn't put him over? Yeah. And then they had that meeting, and then he was like, well, Vince, you said I would go over on uh, on uh, Hogan, and uh, I had to get the over, uh, um, and then um, and then Hogan, and then Hogan brings him to Vince's office, and Vince looks at Hogan and Brett. And he's like, "Well, now, Brett, what you think you heard you s- me say was <laughs> <laughs> just flat out, just like Brett's got to have been like, what the fuck, <laughs> like." 
You just flat out changed your story. Hey, but again, it goes back to the idea. It's like Brett just didn't know how to play the game even then when he was champion. Absolutely. Uh, and I, and and I, I love Brett Hart. He's one of my, yeah, one of my top, probably my top five all time. Uh, and I just want to say I hope they do more stuff like this. I like, you know, I might not have been a tape trader, but I like hearing about these kinds of stories. Yeah. So it's cool to see them kind of... Yeah, preferably when they're not pressured into it. Like, like <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, they were definitely... It definitely felt that way with this one. But to be honest with you... Because I, I, I saw a lot of people saying, like, oh, shady WWE to do that. Not really. I it, mean, it's their tape. Someone's, <laughs> someone's charging money to air something they don't own. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just imagine beat them to the punch? hearing that, like, oh, they're going to air it and sell tickets yeah. to it. And it's like off of their property. Yeah. That's insane. No, and, and like they can put together that documentary in like a day. A, yeah. Like, I mean, if they have like they the clearly Tom, did. <laughs> they have the Tom McGee footage already. It's like, just go film this guy and throw him 500 bucks. Oh, Cash Sono lives at the performance center. Let's go, just go get his. Interview. <laughs> yeah. Tyson Kidd is backstage at, at Raw and SmackDown every week. All the interviews are people who like aren't on the road consistently, like Tyson. Well, Kidd. Tyson's on the road. Tyson is. What but about X Pac? X Pac is in. No. I mean, David Hart Smith's not even part of the roster anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's wearing an interesting shirt. Yeah, his, he uh, his that, outfit he was that crazy. Outfit. He, I will say, his Bret Hart impression was so good, though. It was, yeah. like, spot on. I was so impressed. What, a, what an interesting life to be like, yeah, my uncle, Bret Hart. <laughs> totally. Uh, all right, let's move topics for best because we're running out of time here. Uh, Alexa Bliss uh, ha- is not medically cleared to compete on Sunday at Money in the Bank. Uh, the, you know, the injury is undisclosed at this time, but it's, you know, pretty much known that she's been dealing with concussion issues how many in the past. She, how many has she had? I haven't counted it, but I want to say at least three. I mean, three has big her, dogs. Have, her, have like. her being off every time, was that always a concussion or were there some other There's injuries? Most, I, I couldn't say every single I think one of them was an arm thing. One of them was uh, a concussion. But I... I from what I've heard, there's multiple concussions that she has dealt with, you know, in the past year. I mean, remember that period of time where it was like, yo, like, remember when Dolph Ziggler was like, yo, you got one more and then you got to pack it up. Yeah. You know, like, that's, it seems like. Well, Corey the, Graves, they did make pack it up yeah. from too many concussions hey, like, in a row. I, I, like, Danny Bryan stopped for I four w- years. I would not be surprised to see that happen. Like, I mean. I, and I don't know that this is a concussion. Uh, on this one, uh, but you know, I, I, I just if that is what it is, you yeah. would think it would have to be uh, a, a very big concern if on they, their part. If, if if let's say like worst comes to worst, and they're just like, hey, it's another bad concussion. That's it. You're like you're done. We can't risk this. I feel like you know if it ever came down to that, there's a lot of like really golden opportunity for somebody like Alexa Bliss outside of the ring. And I'm not trying to forebode it too much or anything like that. But I I mean I get the feeling well, that they might make yes that call. and no. Yes, she'll have something to do for the first six to seven months. Yeah. But we see what happens with these authority figures after a while. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, in, and in some extent, I would say I don't, I, there's a lot of opportunities w- with her. Like, she could be, like, a color analyst for the XFL or something like that. Or she could be part of, like, that show. You know, like, she like they're going to need, like, personalities. She for, clearly has presence on the microphone. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I mean, and, I would say that's probably her, like, her greatest feature. You know, like, yes. I mean, I don't think ever, anybody necessarily thinks that she's, like, the, you know the greatest on, wrestler on the on the women's roster, but like, but she definitely has been trusted, like trusted to open WrestleMania for God's sake. Yeah, I mean, I've always uh, Alexa Bliss has always been more um, appealing to me as the character than yeah. the wrestler. Yeah, I'm not trying to knock her talent because she, but boy, she busted her ass. Yeah, no question. I mean, she took a. I mean, talk about taking an opportunity and running with it. You start off as the valet to a mediocre tag team, and then you. I mean, you become one of the most. Top, I'd say top four, top five, female, popular female yeah. talent on the roster right now, and um, it's just her. In the thing that I 
And I hate it. I hate it when other wrestling, like journalists or press personalities, say like try to critique another wrestler's style because yeah. where, why would they? You know, like how, how, like what, what position do they have? And even though I am in the wrestling business now, I'm, I'm nowhere near enough experience compared to Alexa Bliss. But um, it's just whenever I would see her do her, for instance, her weird corkscrew moonsault thing. Yeah. I know that's not hurting Nia Jax when she does it to her. Yeah. I know it's not. Yeah. You know, I know it's not hurting Tamina Snuka. You know, it's not hurting N- Natalia. You know, it's just it's just gravity. You know, it's physics. Yeah. You know, this. Yeah, but the same can be said for Rey Mysterio sometimes. But he's using his feet. That's different. And when you're when you've got mo- momentum and you're swinging, and your foot connects into somebody's face. That's like that's, that's a good point. Yeah, I would say Rey Mysterio is still. 60 to 80 pounds heavier than her. And he's too. also one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. I'm yeah. not. I'm not. How I'm dare not, you? I'm not putting down Rey Mysterio. No, it's, I'm like, not even ju- that's Cesaro match this week. You're like, yeah. when you watch, you go, like, how old is Rey Mysterio? And Shit. I'm not to say that. I'm not trying to say Alexa Bliss is a bad wrestler. She's not. She had. And when I, I, I think one of her best matches was that match with Nia Jax and her at WrestleMania 34. Or was it 34? I think so. Yeah. yeah. That match was dope. I loved it. I, I was genuinely wondering, like, how can they make this match last longer than, like, 15, 20 minutes without Nia Jax just killing her? Yeah. And they figured it out. And it, it's, uh, I, I, I just always thought that, yeah, she could do it in the ring, but where her real strength lies, as we've all seen recently, well, I think it's more so because they, it's what she has to do, is she really shines on the microphone. Yeah. People love hearing her speak. She also shined that way prior to them kind of giving her a big push on the main roster when she was a manager for Wesley Blank and Buddy Murphy, yeah. too. I mean, she was great as a manager. You, you know, them. like, I, I said this to somebody earlier today, like, whenever the story started breaking and everything, it's like, she's small. Like, she's she it's small people, you know, like, can only put on so much muscle mass. They can only build themselves up so much. And it's an action-packed industry, you know, where there's a lot of bumps and bruises, and you're getting thrown around, you're getting bumped really hard. Like, And and it's just like her frame, you know, I I don't know what it is about her, actually, but why she keeps getting injured, but it's just like she just her body just might not be cut for it. It's. I mean, you can't think that. I mean, going back to Nia Jax and Tamina, I just use them as because they're the most. Uh, they're the bigger. Yeah. They're, the, they're, the, they're biggest the biggest people on yeah. the on the, the biggest females on the roster, and um, just like when they do splashes on her like that, like in the past, it's like. Granted, it hasn't happened for a while, but you're just like. I mean, this the, these women are much much bigger than her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even like Natty, is like could. Break Alexa Bliss in half if she wanted different, to. They're different kinds of humans, really. Like when, when you would see it. Alexa, Ronda Rousey, for instance, when you see Ronda Rousey do that like f- judo flip armbar thing that she would always do, it always looked like somebody's arm was going to get ripped out of her socket. Yeah. Especially Alexa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like when that happened, like Jesus, you're like, what is? How's her arm sta- attached to her body still? Yeah. Because you look at how much that rotator is like this big. You know, yeah. like. When did the when did the injury happen? I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when uh, this was act specifics. Uh, I just know what WWE saying. I, I just confirmed that it's legit. That, she, that it's not a storyline thing. Um, now she's being replaced in the women's Money in the Bank ladder match by Nikki Cross, who defeated multiple women on Raw this week uh, that are also going to be competing in the Money in the Bank ladder match so after wait, filling in for I, Alexa. I missed Nikki Cross's character change. What is it? Okay. <laughs> I was going to get that, – that's exactly what I was going to transition to a little bit here in the short time we have left. I feel like people overreacted a bit much to that I don't know what change. it is. Basically, her whole, you know, her whole thing was that she was like crazy, kind of like talking to herself, seemed yeah. like a psychopath. Um, on Raw this week, she had a backstage segment where she basically went up to Alexa Bliss and started talking to Alexa. But she 
was not acting crazy. It was very normal, mm-hmm. and, and she was wearing makeup now. She wasn't looking like... Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. She was wearing, like, makeup like yeah. a WWE main roster woman, and, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and was talking normal, wasn't acting crazy. It was like, no, I'm here. I can, I can listen to your problems, blah, 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 blah. But then, like, when she wrestled... She wrestled like just like she had been wrestling before. Yeah. Same no entrance change. music, same gear. I, it didn't seem that much of a moveset didn't change. It's she weird. was screaming to the crowd sometimes and stuff. So I don't know why everyone made such a big deal about it. Um, it was a little jarring at first because you're like, why do they feel that's necessary to do that? Like, it, the fact that she didn't do those things is why she stood out as unique. Why do you want to make her less unique? Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, if that's what helps her get a push and gets her in the money yeah, to make ladder cares? match, who cares? who cares? Like, you know, who cares? Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Um, and I also don't think that that necessarily dictates that that's a that that she's officially changed. I don't either because she, I guess on I, on social media she had been doing these videos on YouTube where she had been teasing. I think like. An evil twin, or something like that. That it was her evil twin, or something like that. An evil. So I can very much see that. How many I, dual po- personality characters are we going to have in the Fed in this at this point? <laughs> but I feel like you could easily show, you could easily do a storyline that's like she was messing with Alexa to get seen, and then she goes right back to the same character, and it's no different. Um, who do you think is going to win the ladder match? Ooh, I mean, I I would. Uh, I th- I thought Alexa was a uh, a real top contender. I don't know if they would have done it again because they rarely like to do repeats. Yeah, in the Money in the Bank, my hmm. money's on Mandy. I was gonna say Mandy. Mandy's as well. a solid choice. I think uh, I think it was only a matter of time until they put the rocket ship on her. Me too. Mandy and Drew McIntyre. Those are my guesses for Money in the Bank yeah. ladder match. Drew McIntyre's already been such a focal point. Give the million Money in the Bank ladder match. Gives him something to do for yeah. the next few months no, until he cashes in. Like I was thinking Andrade. I would love for, Drew for to have the reasons, But Andrade, or sorry, but um, but Drew is. As tall as a building, yeah. He's so buff, he already speaks perfect English. Like I, I think Drew can do more with it. Me too. I think it'll be more menacing. You know, the absolutely idea of him like, it in. like him, like always be like, I could pick my time whenever <laughs> I want. The, Jenny, the chosen one, you know. Yeah. So, and and Mandy, like you guys said, I think it's, it's only a matter of time before she gets the rocket strapped what if, to her. What if they are like, nope, it's Dana Brooke. To be honest with you, that was my I, that was my second. They yeah, have been really, really emphasizing that Dana Brooke is the, is the whatever it takes kind of person lately. <laughs> I loved on Roswick when she did the thing off the ladder. I liked how the referee had to stand on the other side of the ladder to hold it down, but was pretending to yell at her. But really, <laughs> he was trying to hold down the ladder for weight. Uh, that cracked me up. But yeah, it's funny. Yeah, but she that, she he had to because I remember watching that. It kind of looked like the ladder like kicked back a totally. little bit. Totally. No, yeah. no, it was it was a good move on his part. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess Bailey is also a contender, but I just, I, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. don't think they're going to do it with her. No, I don't either. No, um, no. And Naomi, I don't think needs it. She, you know, I mean, I like the idea of Naomi winning it and having like a glowing briefcase or something like yeah. that. But Mandy makes the most sense. Yeah, they can do the most with that. Yeah, absolutely. They can hold, they can save that for months down the line. So, yeah, that, that, that's what I'm going with. And lastly, okay, I... I uh, Oh, wait, before I get to that, actually, because we only have ten minutes left here. What did you guys think of the Bray Wyatt reveal this week? Loved it. Loved it. Loved, Loved it. it. Why we, eight is good. Eight out of ten is not bad. I would have given it a ten. I, I was being reasonable. Like, if someone asked me on Twitter, my excitement level... Reasonable would have been a nine. One to ten on the Bray Wyatt thing, and I said eight? And think, Jamie gave I me, think, like, a mean think, emoji? I think... Rolling his eyes? I think nine is Nine would have been more... If you wanted I to be like reasonable, nine. Nine is, like... like 
It's not I mean, all he did was, is like all he did was wear all he did was wear a mask, guys. All he did was have a scary clown mask. It's cool. It was very cool, but yeah, it got me excited. But it wasn't like that's what it's supposed to do. Ten is like coolest thing ever. It's the coolest thing they've had him do in quite some time, right? Wyatt do. Yeah, ten is coolest thing ever in terms of vignettes. How many vignettes have there been lately like this? No, I like them. Yeah, yeah. We talked about this on the show. I love them. Ten? Ten's a lot. I'm not saying ten. I said nine. Because <laughs> nine's well, also a lot. No, eight is like okay. I didn't like that, and I also didn't like that. How but did it's you still say good. eight is I don't like that because something had to have taken away points away. Yeah. Hey. Well, I mean, if you want the truth, that's like whenever you text somebody something that they don't want to hear, and then they just reply K. That's an eight. <laughs> Very true. Five, ten, whatever. I'm excited. Uh, no, no, no. It's too late. It's too You're late. eight. <laughs> Um, okay, and You're last, 2000 and late. <laughs> uh, well, lastly, I just want to offer condolences. This is such a sad story. Um, w, former W star Ashley Massaro passed away yesterday or this, today. Um, I, I look. I loved Ashley Massaro. She's only 39 years old. Was only 39 years old. Um, and honestly, she was only in WWE for a pretty short amount of time, like mm-hmm. three years or something she like that. She was on WrestleMania, correct? Yeah, I think it was WrestleMania 22. I believe 23. So. You're better with the numbers than me. I don't know. I can't uh, but I know that she entered in, in the in the 2005 Diva Surge, which she won. Um, and then she was on Survivor when she was in WWE. Uh, and she also posed on the cover of Playboy when she was in WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, she was uh, paired with uh, Brian Kendrick and Paul London for a minute. Uh, so uh, I, you know, short time there. But I, I, for me, I, that was kind of like in a time here where I was really kind of like getting back into wrestling a little more. And I, and I was a big fan mm-hmm. uh, of that pairing. Uh, there's still no word on her cause of death at this time, uh, but the Suffolk County Medical Examiner says uh, her death is currently under investigation. Uh, just wanted to offer condolences. I, I was a big fan of Ashley. There's not really much discussed. There's not a lot of details no. yet, um, but rest in peace, Ashley Massaro. Uh, you know, I offer your family the deepest condolences. All right, Jamie, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me at Instagram uh, or on Instagram at J A M I E. I-O-V-I-N-E, or on Twitter at J-A-M-I-E underscore I-O-V-I-N-E, or every championship wrestling from Hollywood taping, representing the upper class with my team. And we're, I'm a little, little butthurt right now. We're not, we're, we're a little, we're a little medalless right now. We don't really, none of us have titles right now, and I'm really upset about it. You don't have a title? Royce lost his title. Double Platinum lost his title. Wow, and they all titleless? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not happy about you it. You better do something about that shit. I need to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eli, where can, people feel, where can people find you at? Twitter, at Elijah Bates. Instagram, at Brindlebeard. And you can find me on Matt Ryan Satin on social media, at Wrestling Sheet for the website, ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's where you can find the top stories throughout the week in the world of professional wrestling. Also, please, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can watch this show. It's where you can watch the Raw and SmackDown recaps and any other videos on ProWrestlingSheet.com. Also, make sure you check out our podcast feed. It's on all the major podcast platforms. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. Okay, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, stay out of the dirt and keep your eye on the sheet. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. 
Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.